Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing, where we explore the pathways to wellness and vibrant living. Listen to personal stories of healing and interviews with experts. It's time to open a doorway to healing in your life through positive changes. Here is your host, Dawn Damari. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and here's another episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. Today, we're going to be talking about breast implant illness, explant surgery, a former bikini contest competitor, and current holistic health coach, Brittany Muchko from Pennsylvania. She's going to be talking about her experience, and this is in no way of any judgment, of course, of anybody who chooses to get breast implants. Of course, not everybody has these symptoms that we're going to be talking about, but some people do. So we're trying to bring awareness to this. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Goff, owner of Goff Tours, specializing in stand-up paddleboarding or surfing lessons. I even do snorkeling. You can reach me here. Orange County has what you're looking for. You can contact me via email at gofftours at gmail.com or mobile number is 949-338-5937, gofftours.com. Hi, I'm Don Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. My guest, Brittany Muchko, is here. She's a holistic health coach from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you're welcome, and thank you for joining me on A Teaspoon of Healing. So today we're going to talk about breast implant illness, explant surgery, before we talk about it, I just want to remind the listeners that this is in no way of judgment at all of women who choose to get breast implants. Obviously, you did. Many other women have. So it's your body, your choice, of course. So that's not the intention of this podcast. It's just to bring awareness to symptoms that some women are getting and to talk about it. Absolutely. No judgment at all. I had them. Um, a lot of people don't experience symptoms. So it's very different person to person for sure. So let's talk about your journey. When you, you got the surgery and then when you started feeling the symptoms, as we used to start from the beginning. Yeah, sure. So right out of college, 2014, I decided to get breast implants. I've just always won them. I know so many women who have them and it was honestly a lack of love for my body. So I went ahead and got them and I didn't start having symptoms till about two years after the surgery. It was a really stressful time in my life when the symptoms started coming about, which is usual for people. If people have symptoms, it's because they come about when you're very stressed, right? So that's what happened to me. Me and my husband were getting married. We were selling a house, building a house. And then, of course, when we were planning a wedding, my acne became the worst it's ever been. So that was stressful enough, you know. So going through that, a lot of my symptoms came about. And I decided to go to a naturopathic doctor because I've wanted to search the holistic route because I've done the macros, the counting calories, all of that before. And my health was just spiraling downhill. So I wanted to take the holistic route. And when the holistic doctors, I went to multiple, they could not help me. I knew there was something that was causing my symptoms that no one was, no one could really 
think of or know of. So I started to hear about breast implant illness, and that's what kind of led me to doing more research. So the symptoms I had were acne, eczema, chronic fatigue. I could not focus. I did not have mental clarity. I had brain fog, aches, pains in my body. Literally, my health was just spiraling downhill, and I just did not know what to do. So yeah, so I heard more about breast implant illness, and I talked to my husband. I was like, we're doing this. (laughs) I'm getting these out of my body because it was, you know, causing a lot of anxiety and stuff. So that's when I took the leap two years later to get them out. Okay. So it sounded like, so you're experiencing acne, eczema, chronic fatigue, anxiety. So it sounds like a host of symptoms. And do most women feel similar symptoms? Yes. So most of them are really similar. There's actually a ton. There's a website, breastimplantillness.com, where they label all of the symptoms that most women have when they have breast implant illness. And there's there's a ton of them. And a lot of these common ones are the acne, the eczema, the more of the autoimmune type symptoms because of what the implants do inside the body. So what I learned is that they are foreign objects to the body. So your immune system is attacking it 24 seven, right? So that suppresses the immune system, which causes these symptoms to really come about. Okay. So your body, it's attacking it like it's yeah. an invader. Mm-hmm. So it recognize that it's not itself and it's attacking. So did you get a diagnosis? Do people get a diagnosis of this or is it mainly from information you received and you recognized it with the symptoms that you were experiencing? Yeah. So I don't know if people get a diagnosis of it. I guess I (laughs) self-diagnose. I'm not really sure. I knew that in my heart, I felt that I didn't want them in there. So whether they were causing it or not, I knew that having 40 plus toxins in my body was not what I wanted, especially since I started learning more about the holistic route. Just every day it was like daunting on me. I just didn't, I did not want them in my body. I didn't feel like myself. And I just felt like personally, I needed to get them out to fully heal. Okay. And how does that go to get it out? I guess it's called an explant surgery. Yeah. So it's called a breast explant surgery. And I did an insane amount of research because there are ways of taking them out where women still stay sick. So what it's called is end block, I believe. So taking the entire capsule out. So the body forms a capsule around the implant. So that's from the immune system, you know, attacking the foreign object. So you want to get the entire thing out because women who keep the scar tissue in the um, capsule in their bodies tend to still stay sick. So you want to make sure that you get the entire thing out. So there is a special way to do that. Only certain doctors do it. I had to drive three or four hours to go to a doctor that I knew did it the correct way. So again, that breastimplantillness.com talks all about that. That was a really great website that I just studied on for hours and hours and hours because I wanted to do it the right way. If I'm going to spend all this money to get these implants out, I don't want to be sick after it. So I did all the research on there and they actually have like surgeons on there who do the correct way of explanting them. So I did a lot of research. I got them out the proper way or the way that women don't stay sick. And yeah, I was literally feeling better within like weeks. It was crazy. Really? Yeah. And so the surgery to get it out, how long does it take to heal from that? So I think everyone's different. I feel like I healed really well. Like my recovery went so well, but it's because 
I believe that, you know, I, I'm really great with my nutrition. Like I fuel my body with, you know, the most amazing nutrients, all organic, a lot of different herbs and different things. So I was doing the holistic route before I got them out, um, which I think helped a ton. So I think it kind of depends on, I feel like any surgery, like if you are, you know, healthy and active and everything like that, you are going to recover faster. So really my recovery was, it honestly was not bad at all. I was so surprised even getting them in honestly wasn't bad at all. Oh yeah. I was going to ask about that. If it was a lot different getting them in. And also when, so you said you had about two years that you had them in that there, there was no problems at all. Right. And then two years later, so I had them in for a total of four years. In two years, I didn't really feel any symptoms or anything like that. And then year two hit of me having them in and it was just, it was like mayhem. Like All these health issues just started coming about. A lot of digestive issues too, like constant bloating, um, constipation. And like I said, all the other ones, the fatigue, acne, eczema, and stuff that I never had, like the eczema was completely new to me. And that's when I really took that switch to looking deeper into the explant because the eczema was all over my body. I mean, I could not sleep. I was crying most of the time. It was burning so bad. I was not used to it. I had to quit my yoga teaching job. I had to quit my fitness teaching job because anytime I sweat, it would hurt. So that was really the turning point where I decided to look more into it was because of how painful that was. I was like, something's going on. I'm doing, you know, the the whole holistic route and it's still not helping. So that was when I really dove into it and really looked into it. And to find a doctor to do the explant, is it a normal plastic surgeon or are there specific doctors that specialize in it? There are definitely specific doctors who specialize in it. A lot of doctors don't believe in breast implant illness, even a lot of like surgeons and stuff. I know that I, I first talked to the doctor who put my breast implants in and I talked to him about what I was experiencing and everything like that. And he just kind of told me that I was crazy (laughs) and he said, I'll do it, but you know, you're not going to like the way you look and you're not going to feel better. You know, you really need to go see a naturopath, which I already have and nothing helped. He kind of just blew it off. And then I had to go to another doctor who said I was crazy as well. Um, and said I wasn't going to like the way I looked. So it was a lot of doing that too, and paying for consultations and stuff for doctors who don't even believe in it. So like I said, on that website, they have the breastimplantillness.com. They have um, surgeons who specialize in taking them out and block, which is taking the entire capsule out so that you do not stay sick. So I researched on there. I found the one closest to me, um, like I said, which was like three hours away. I went with him just because I felt comfortable. He believed in breast implant illness and was going to do everything to just completely take out the capsules and the implants and everything at one time. So that's how I found it. It was definitely a journey and a lot of consultations, but I absolutely loved my doctor. He was incredible. Good for you for keep going because it, it is pretty disheartening with any condition to hear that it's in your head or you're just too sensitive. It's not real, a lot of conditions, but especially something that is so tied as, as woman, you know, to our core, our self-esteem and and to say you're not going to like how you look, that's, you know, that's a powerful thing to say. It doesn't sound like it is, but it is as a woman to be told that by a doctor. And how did that go? Like when you got it removed, I'm sure they were wrong. I've seen pictures. You look great on your Instagram. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but so, so that they were wrong. 
Definitely. They were a lot better than I expected. (laughs) It was definitely a journey of like self-love. Like this was the biggest step I took into truly loving myself and loving my body and how it was. And I just, I wanted my health back so bad that it didn't even matter what they looked like. Honestly, I was just like, I wasn't living. Like I was like stuck to the bed and stuck inside because my eczema was so bad that like I would do literally anything. I didn't care if I had no, you know, boobs or whatever. It didn't even matter to me. I just wanted my health back. Like I just wanted, I just had such a love for my body at that time. Um, to even be alive, honestly, like I, you know, before when I was doing bikini competition, stuff like that, like I treated my body so badly. And I just had such respect for it that even though I, you know, went on crash diets, and I got these implants, and I used to drink 24 seven, that it was still alive. So I like, just loved my body so much that I would do anything to get my health back. And that was, you know, getting the implants out. So after yeah, I was pleasantly surprised (laughs) a lot of women that's like, a big concern because obviously it is, you know, that makes sense and everything. And it was for me as well. But like I said, my health was so bad that I didn't even focus on that. I just focused on regaining my health. So after a few weeks, how is the eczema and how was the, was the other autoimmune systems? How were those? Yeah. So the eczema took a bit to clear for sure. And it came back a couple of different times, but now I'm completely free of it, which I'm so thankful for. So yeah, so I'm actually tomorrow is going to be eight months post explant. So I don't know, I guess a couple months back is when I fully healed from eczema. I'm still definitely healing from acne. You know, I think skin is definitely a longer healing just because so many people don't know much about it. But my fatigue is completely gone. My digestive issues are completely gone. I actually healed those before I got the implants out with nutrition changes, mindset changes, um, and lifestyle changes. So that was really incredible. But so all those different things, like I pretty much and completely healed from those different things. But like I said, acne is kind of staying around, continuing to heal that and do everything I can to heal that. But I did have them in for four years. I didn't expect everything to go away within, you know, a couple weeks or months, right? So, absolutely. And you're feeling better. And so, is this something? If someone, a woman has breast implants and she's starting to feel, uh, she's starting to feel just really tired, and she's starting to experience some of the symptoms you had. So, do you suggest they go to the website or and find a doctor that will listen to them? Yeah, I definitely suggest that. That website helps so much. And she actually has a Facebook group too of over 50,000 women who have symptoms from breast implants. And um, it's just a great space to be able to ask questions. Honestly, that is what saved me. Like I had so many questions I was asked on there and so many people were willing to help. My suggestion would be to just like completely listen to your gut, listen to your heart because I ignored that my breast implants could be the reason that I am not healing or anything like that. I ignored it for a while. And then the just, (laughs) it was like screaming inside of me that I needed to, you know, look deeper into this and see if this could be an issue and stuff like that. So yeah, if anyone's having any symptoms, I've had a lot of women reach out to me. So absolutely feel free to reach out to me too. Because it can be scary having that awareness that these things that you paid so much money for to put into your body to try to love your body is causing a lot of health issues. So yeah, going to that website, talking to people who have done this has been a huge help for me. That's why I've just been so open to helping anyone 
that is dealing with the same thing. And so prior to this, you were in bikini competitions and you were also, were you a coach back then as well? I was, yeah. So I was in bikini competitions. And what was that like? I never did that. So I'm just, I'm curious. So what what was that like? How long did you do that? Yeah, they're very intense. (laughs) So right out of college, I actually never worked out. I never paid attention to my nutrition. I drank like crazy in college. And I ended up finding this trainer is like, have you ever thought about doing bikini competitions? I was like, yeah, they look great on Instagram, (laughs) but I've never thought of doing one, you know? So I actually went like full force into it. So like, like I said, I went from not knowing anything about nutrition, literally feeling my fueling my body with junk, not working out to three months later doing a bikini competition, going full force into it. And yeah, it was crazy. I learned so much, you know, about my body, about health and fitness, but I absolutely did it the wrong way. You know, counting calories, counting macros, but completely cut carbs out of my life, which ended up in a lot of hormonal issues for me. And then also fatigue. My husband like said I couldn't even form sentences (laughs) when I was, you know, doing in the prep for the competition. So just a lot of intense working out that my body wasn't used to, eating a lot of things that not really focusing on the nutrients or vitamins and minerals like I do now, kind of focusing on just a number. So fueling my body with a lot of different chemicals from processed foods and stuff like that. I did that for two years. And what was what was usually the diet like? Like what kind of preparation did you have to do diet-wise and exercise? Yeah, so exercise, my first competition I did a lot. So it was like a lot of two-a-days. It was a ton of cardio at first, you know, you're eating a lot, trying to build muscle and different things like that. And then you kind of go into like this crash diet, of you're taking out all your carbs. And I know a lot of people do it different ways. So this is the way that, you know, my trainer had me do it first. So yeah, it was really depleting my body of a lot of things that now that I know <laughs> it needs. So yeah, like feeling like absolute crap. And then after the competition, you know, eating like a ton of crap and just eating burgers and donuts and all this stuff. And then, you know, I did it all over again and did the same thing. And I just, I wasn't happy doing it. I didn't want a judge to tell me how beautiful I was. You know what I mean? So it kind of went into that kind of kickstarted my whole like self-love journey as well. And yeah, so it was definitely, I'm very thankful for all the experiences. I learned that, you know, Health and nutrition is definitely my passion through those. And I'm so glad that I get to help. I have a lot of women I help now, a lot of clients who previously have done bikini competitions, stuff like that. Um, And then after my competitions, I had a really bad relationship with food. And I wanted to figure that out. And that's really, you know, that too, along with all my symptoms stuff has really led me to the holistic route in healing my relationship with food, because that did cause a lot of issues for me, for sure, personally. So you help women, maybe some emotional eating, like recovery from disordered eating? Absolutely. I help women see food in a different light because before I thought of food as a number or as a macro or whatever it is, I didn't see it as the nutritional value of it and what it's actually doing and supporting my body in. So I help women just see a different view of that because a lot of you know, there are a lot of diets out there and a lot of macro coaches and different things like that. And looking at food that way, for me, at least caused me a lot of anxiety, a lot of confusion. It led me down a dark place with my relationship with food. 
a lot of binge eating, a lot of strict dieting, and then binge eating. So, um, yeah, that's definitely something that I help women now. It's just to see food in such a different light and to see it just with all the nutrients and vitamins and minerals that, you know, God bless us with, with this food. Absolutely. And just seeing it in a different light has changed, you know, my life personally. And I know it's definitely changing my clients as well. Nice. So it seemed like it all happened at the same time. So you left the bikini competitions about a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as well, started a journey towards being a holistic health coach and helping women with their, their relationships towards food, emotional eating, and as well, the explants. So it seems like you've really made a big 180 turn in your life. Oh, completely, <laughs> like completely different person. And like I said, like, yeah, I'm so, it was really rough going through it, like extremely rough. But I know that now it all kind of led me to my purpose and just helping women with it now. So definitely it was all worth it. All the struggles, all the, you know, everything like that was worth it for sure. It sounds like it. Now, what is the name of the Facebook group that for the breast implant illness where people can look up? Yeah. So I believe the full name is Breast Implant Illness Healing by Nicole. I would definitely double check with you on that and let you know if it's different, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I haven't looked at it in a while, but it was the biggest support system that I needed when I was going through that journey. And why do you think that a lot of doctors don't believe in it? I honestly don't think that doctors believe in it because there's just not like a whole lot of scientific research. And then also I think a lot of this, the back reason is because of money. As sad as it is, a lot of the implant like manufacturers or whatever, they spend a lot of money on research on how it's not the implants, <laughs> but clearly women are suffering and suffering every day. And I don't think, you know, there needs to be research on that when it's clearly women who are suffering when they have them in and when they take them out, they get their life back, they get their health back. So I think that's kind of like the underlying issue with it for sure. It seems like some women don't have any problems at all. So perhaps it's just specific body types, specific genetics, or if you have a propensity towards autoimmune disease in general, or maybe they just don't know why it's only specific people, but it's kind of like that with many other conditions anyway. So mm -hmm. I think there's like an underlying issue. Like if you have an underlying bacterial issue or an underlying viral issue, like I did the bacteria with the acne, the viral with the eczema. So I think if you have those underlying issues and your immune system gets suppressed, then I think these symptoms come about. And a lot of people actually message me and say, you know, I have all these issues. I have what you said you had, digestive issues, um, fatigue, brain fog, you know, skin issues, but I don't have implants. And I kind of share with them that, you know, the implants are just toxins, just like any other types of toxins. So if you're fueling your body with toxic food or your environment is filled with toxins or your toxic thoughts and stuff like that, it's, it's all toxins. You know, it's just a way where are you, you know, do you have implants that have 40 different toxins or are you eating toxic food or, you know, different things like that. So I feel like it's all kind of like the, the same thing. It's all a toxin. Oh, and also different toxins, you know, suppress the immune system. So I think it's just all that underlying stuff that's going on in your body and your lifestyle. So 
I feel like a lot of people don't maybe have symptoms or anything because they don't have any of those underlying issues. I knew one of mine is the Epstein-Barr virus. So I know that that was, you know, causing a lot of symptoms and stuff like that. And my body just didn't have the strength or the power because it was fighting the implants the whole time. So that's kind of how I viewed it. And I know people think differently, but that's how I saw it. What would your advice be to a woman of any age, but especially a young woman who are struggling with loving their body as it is? Yeah, definitely. So I know that was me. That was, I really struggled just loving my body, loving myself in general. And that reflected in the way I acted, the foods that I ate, the, you know, constant drinking and different things like that. And I really suggest to women to just start doing that inner work, start journaling. The easiest way that I have found is to start a grateful practice. I know with a lot of my clients, I, you know, have them journal about things that they love about their body. And whatever it is, like I love my hair or I love my eyes or whatever it is, it just start finding the things that you love about your body. And I know that can be so hard for some people and it was so hard for me too. But to really sit and reflect and just see all that your body is doing for you. You know, I mean, you are breathing. That's one thing to start to be thankful for. You're alive. That's another thing, you know, to start to be thankful for. And I think those little journals and the I know it's very cliche nowadays, but the affirmations honestly did a lot for me, even though when I was saying them at first, I didn't believe them. You know, things that I love my body and I'm so thankful for my body and different things like that. So I think that's a place to start is definitely having like that grateful practice. Honestly, too, because grateful practice has been shown in studies that it even decreases inflammation in the body and different crazy things like that. So it's actually very beneficial. I think that's a good place to start. Great. I'm sure that will help people. I know it's hard to to shift the focus. A lot of times we're told to think about what we don't like because, as you mentioned, you hinted at that, that there's a lot of money to be made in, in this industry, in the beauty industry, cosmetic surgery. Again, no judgment, but there's a lot of money to be made. And as there, for younger women, they're already teaching you to dislike your body. And then women, you know, I'm in my 40s. And, you know, I'm supposed to be really afraid because, you know, I'm aging. So there's never really a time, even when you're young, you're not allowed to like your body. It seems like that. Like you're not, it's almost like you're not allowed to write down the things you like about yourself, but that's what you need to do at any age. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have clients who are 50 and above and this mindset work and the journaling and reflecting has made like the biggest impact on them. I mean, it's, Honestly, my my clients say like, I would literally just hire you for the mindset work because it is just, it's that important to, because once you act in accordance to loving your body and realizing that, you know, fueling it with beautiful foods and nutrient dense meals and different things like that, like once you start to shift into loving your body and wanting to fuel it like that, like the habits stick, like the healthy habits are much more able to stick because you're acting in accordance to how you feel. So like I said, like I struggled so bad with that. Like I remember, and I share this all the time. I remember just crying in bed at night, just 
just not loving my body, even when I was the most shredded, the lowest weight that I was ever at. The underlying issue was my mindset and the thoughts that were going on in my head. Because like, even though, you know, people would come up to me and say, Oh my God, you won first place in your bikini competition and everything. Like you have such a great body. Like I didn't feel that at all. So it really, it's not an outward appearance. It's really that inner work that is where it starts to truly appreciating and loving your body. It's not when you reach a certain goal or you lose a certain amount of weight. It's all the inner work, if that makes sense. It absolutely does. Absolutely. And that's where it starts. And then once you begin to love your body, like you you mentioned, there's toxic thoughts as well. It's not an actual toxin that your body's fighting, but it can mimic toxins and your body will respond. I've noticed that when you're feeling bad about yourself, you know, thinking bad thoughts. It seems like I get cold. I can get a cold easier. It's weird. Oh yeah, absolutely. I believe that a hundred percent. It's so, it's so incredible with them. I mean, you can literally feel it like when you're stressed or something like you literally feel it in your gut <laughs> or, you know, when you are like, if something stressful is coming up and your digestion is off, like those signs to show that your thoughts and feelings and stuff have a direct correlation to your health. You know, like you said, when you are having those thoughts and you get sick, you know, it just, that all makes sense. Absolutely. Where can people get in touch with you, whether if they want coaching or if they have questions about the explant procedure or breast implant illness? Yeah. So anyone who has questions, like I, I love being that support because if I did not have that support when I was going through my journey or wanting to know more about like explant and breast implant illness. I don't know where I'd be like that support was everything to me. So you can find me on Instagram. That's where I mostly am at Brittany Muchko. And also that's where, you know, we can talk about my coaching. There's an application in my bio. So Instagram is a big hub for me. And then also if you want to friend me on Facebook, it's just Brittany Muchko. Very simple. <laughs> so you can definitely message me on there as well. Okay, great. And is there anything you want to share with our listeners before we sign off? Yeah. So just like I said before, like my biggest advice is to sit down, journal, reflect. If you, you know, aren't happy with your body or your health is kind of going downhill, like ask for help. That was like the biggest thing that I could have done for myself is I don't believe that we're meant to do this life alone. And I believe that, you know, people have gone before us through the same things to help other people. Like, just like I said, like all of my symptoms and different things and health issues, like it all brought me to being able to really help other women find freedom in their health. So don't be afraid to message someone or, you know, ask someone for advice or ask someone for help or ask someone about their coaching. If you align with their message, because I feel like that's where freedom lies. Like I said, I don't believe that we're meant to do this life alone. So definitely ask for help. That was my biggest step. And I know it's hard to admit that something's going wrong or, you know, it's kind of looked down upon, but it's the single thing that helped me to find freedom. Wonderful. And thank you for sharing that message. And I know it will resonate with people listening. So again, you can get in touch with Brittany Muchko on Instagram or Facebook. And it's M-U-C-H-K-O. And if you have any other questions, you can also contact me on my website. And I, I can forward them. So questions to you, Brittany. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate this. Thank you so much, Brittany, for coming on the show.
and I'll talk to you soon. Have a good rest of the day. Susan, you remember the time we were in Orange County? We were driving around and we got lost. And we ran into this place called Avila's El Ranchito. You remember the place? The place had awesome decor and authentic margaritas. Did you know that Avila's El Ranchito has been around since 1966? They have 13 locations throughout Orange County. Visit Salvador Avila's location in Lake Forest and Foothill Ranch for great food, ambiance, and specialty margaritas. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. If you have any questions for me or for Brittany, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com and go to the contact page. You can also go to my Instagram at teaspoonofhealing or email me, dawn at teaspoonofhealing.com. And if you're not a current subscriber to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, please subscribe so you never miss another episode. Thank you for listening to A Teaspoon of Healing with Dawn Damari, your home for wellness and vibrant living. For more resources on wellness and vibrant living, visit us online at teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein.